Welcome to the engineerish, or as we like to say, engineer minus the ish. The most unique math problem we've been puzzled by, solved, and revisited throughout our journey as engineers. I'm Tori. And I'm Drew. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the engineer-ish. Uh, minus the ish. Are we taking the ish out or are we putting the ish in? I'm going to take it out. I'm putting it in. Uh, no. The engineer-ish. Now in session. It's February, which means it's time to celebrate Black History Month. So in celebration of Black History Month, at the beginning of each episode, we'll be highlighting the Black pioneers who continue to pave the way for each and every one of us. This week, we have the multi-talented Jamie Foxx, who many know as an actor, comedian, singer-songwriter, TV presenter, and record producer. What you may not know is recently he made history as the first ever Black lead in the Pixar movie, Soul. Major kudos to Jamie Foxx on yet another monumental achievement. You can catch more of our weekly Black History Month highlights on our Twitter account at TheEngineer underscore ish. You can ring my bell, ring my bell. Welcome, Mill. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on, Tori? What's going on? Hey, Mr. Drewski. How are you? I am today? doing fantastic. Excited to be here for another episode of The Engineer Adding the Ish. Minus the Ish. <laughs> and I, it's like, I feel like we're more comfortable with the bell finally. You're talking, oh, yeah. we're talking about yeah. ringing bells. So, what happened was, I got my schedule set. So, now I got a reminder before the bell comes. So, I know when the bell's about to ring. So, I'm already in my seat. He's never late now. So, we're, we're good. 2021 Boom. has been. We're moving up. We're making moves. <laughs> it's been great. It's levels so to this. <laughs> so, um, did you tell me how you was doing? Uh, yes, I did tell you how I was doing because I'm doing act. great. Okay. You just didn't I don't think you asked me how I was doing, so that's why I got Well, a little bit. uh uh so okay, let me let me let me rewind. I'm doing fantastic and I'm excited to be here. But Tori, please tell me how, how are you doing today? What's going on in your life? I'm I'm doing I'm doing pretty good and I want to apologize cuz I I feel like you guys know when somebody's talking to you, like subconsciously, you're like looking at mm -hmm. them, but you're not uh -huh. really listening. Uh -huh. So that was just a case of me not really listening to what Drew was saying. So mm -hmm. my bad about mm -hmm. that, Drew. Mm -hmm. It's all it's all good. Did. Because I, I so I have something special I want to tell you today, and I just want to tell you thank you, Tori. I really do. I want to tell do. you thank you. I want to show you gratitude for being my partner. You know, in crime. Is this crime? Maybe this isn't crime. Maybe that's a bad way to... Nah, I think that's a bad way. Whatever. Being my partner in this adventure... <laughs> that's a bad uh, way. And, and really helping me to to both grow and, and some of the stories that you shared and some of the times that we've shared just talking. Um, you've definitely been an inspiration. And I just want you to know that I truly appreciate you for who you are and what you do in this world. Oh, well, thank you very much, Drew. I, I appreciate the fact that you're appreciating me, mm -hmm. that you're letting me know that you appreciate me. And I definitely appreciate you, too, and the bond that we have and just 
what we're doing with the podcast it's and growing, some man. of our goals. It's like, growing. Let's get looking it. Looking forward to them. Let's get it. <laughs> Y'all don't like so, Jeezy? I like. I love Jeezy. That's my I, guy. I love Jeezy. I just didn't know that's what you Oh, now that sounds that sound <laughs> yeah, like. See, that was it. That was it. I ain't put enough emphasis Snowman. on Snowman. Yeah. So, I got to ask you this because you know how we get sidetracked. Right. Who do you think won? Did you watch the versus battle, Jeezy and Gucci? I didn't watch it, but I did listen to it. So, who won? I mean... In your opinion. I'm still going to go with Jeezy. Like, I got to... Jeezy is my guy. I just feel like Jeezy's repertoire in terms of the success that he's created from his songs and the songs that he went through, like, I think it's better than Gucci. Like, not... I love Gucci. Like, Gucci's, Gucci's the man. Yeah, but that was... I just feel like the... the caliber of his songs versus the caliber of Jeezy songs you know I, you know I'm with I'm with I'm with Jeezy but I think Gucci Gucci be snapping though you know what I'm saying yeah, can, I, was, can I say that Gucci be snapping hey, you can say saying, it. you I'm can saying, say I'm you saying. can say whatever you want it's your world it's your platform nobody I'm can tell you it. what to say I'm saying it. but yeah it was a good that was a good battle that was one of my favorites and who did you a, who did you put on top I undecided hmm? it was I think it was a pretty even battle but I like I like Gucci's music more. Yeah. Like even like some people were like, "Oh, Gucci, he hadn't come out with nothing lately." Yeah. But I actually liked his album that he put out. I want to say maybe 2019, and a lot of people didn't. Maybe they didn't. It didn't resonate with them. But I loved his last album yeah. that he put out. What was his last album? I don't even know. I don't know the name, but he was like, he was. I want to say he was like standing on the car, but I know. He has a song with Jeremiah called okay. Hands Off. I okay. love that song. Hands, hands off. off. All right. Yeah. Well, let's song. get hands on in this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get our hands on too. That perfect, perfect timing. <laughs> hands on to our last episode. So let's do a little episode recap. All right. Let's go back. Let's go. Can you start us off? You know how you got to start us off with a recap, man. I you always be trying have, to, I know you be trying I, to dig into my memory banks after, before after they turned on. Jog that memory a little yeah. bit. So last week we talked about we I asked Drew the question and he answered in the beginning a little differently than we ended up. But I said, "Hey, is bigger really better?" Is bigger better? Ye- well, <laughs> and our conclusion, like throughout the episode, hopefully you guys listen to that because that was a really good episode. We concluded that bigger is not always better. So we were it was in terms of um everything big- that glitters ain't gold. That's true. Is that the same thing? Pretty much. Okay. Because right. big big companies may seem like they glitter more than small companies because nobody really sees their mm-hmm. shine or their glitter. But bigger is definitely not always better. We talked about some of the opportunities that a person just beginning their career could yeah. have from working with a small company, starting right. out with a small company. Because we said, remember, big companies didn't start out big. They started out small as yeah. well. Growth. Growth. Yeah, it's all about growth when you're with small companies you i think you have a lot of opportunity for growth a lot of times you know big companies because they are already established um not that you can't grow in a big company there's always you know Mm -hmm. places to move up and all of that kind of stuff Uh, but in terms of the company's growth like once you're big you can only get smaller i mean you can you can get bigger too but that's (laughs) it takes more work for for big to get bigger than it does for small to get big and then you know i kind of wonder about like job stability for bigger companies so Mm -hmm. and this is some kind of like you know data or statistics that we could kind of like look up but i wonder all my statisticians out there what are numbers let us know hit us with the numbers (laughs) hit us with the numbers i want to know if it's 
like more likely for a person to get like laid off in a bigger company yeah. or is it more like with a smaller company? Like, I just kind of wonder, cause I mean, there's a lot of people that's been laid off. So if you've ever been laid off, tell us, was it a bigger company? Was it a smaller company? Was a bigger company saying they were downsizing because of budget? Cause a lot of times bigger companies don't manage their budgets very mm, well and they overspend. Mm. So let us know, man, hit us on Twitter, man. Hashtag bigger or smaller. And let us know what's uh what's going on. Yeah. What's going on out there in the streets? <laughs> Hashtag bigger or smaller. Bigger or smaller. At the engineer. Is it dot ish? Why do I not even know our handle? Oh man. Either way. Uh, the engineer. Yes, let's go yeah. with that. But yes, let's go with that. <laughs> go with the first first thing you have in your mind. Like it's no- in the notes. <laughs> it's in the notes. You know, and this is I, I get I get sidebar sometimes, but you ever think about when you Can we sidebar take- from the sidebar? Let's sidebar from the sidebar. Is this we another def- sidebar? This is another sidebar. This is the sidebar of the sidebar? Sidebar anyway. of the sidebar. All right, let's go back one sidebar. When you're taking the exam mm-hmm. and you have that first, like, you don't know the answer. But what exam you have, are you talking about? I'm just saying, just a in exam. general. Okay, oh. yeah. You're okay. taking an exam, just thinking about in the past. You're taking a test, and then you, like, the first answer comes to mind, and you're like, I think that's it. And mm-hmm. then you second guess, and you're like, mm-hmm. shoot, maybe it's this one. Yeah. And then... You, you ever heard of the saying, just always go always with your, go first, with your mind. first answer? Yeah. Go with your yeah. first mind. Yeah. So Absolutely. I say it's at the engineer dot ish is our Twitter. It's in a note. So just confirm we could be, I mean, lots going on in my head. So I, I think, could've... yes, that is correct. <laughs> I think it is yeah. too. Because, um, you know, you got dashes and underscores, but I think it's the dot. I think it's the dot too. Okay. If we're wrong, then it's because of Drew. He, he, it's his fault. I mean, that's fine. I'll accept full responsibility <laughs> for giving you guys the wrong handle. <laughs> Either way, Twitter. confirm, confirm in, in, the, in the notes. Okay, so we have a topic this week, and Drew actually uh, picked the topic, so I'm really oh, yes. I'm excited. I'm excited to share this topic with them too, man. I'm really, I, for whatever reason, I've been inspired. And that, Tori, you're a part of this inspiration. Right? Really? Yeah. So, 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 topic time. What are we talking about? I want to know. Women what we're are about. doing the damn thing in 2021. They get it done. They get it done. Not Wait, only, only in 2021. Let me. You not. Let me oh, finish. Okay, okay, let okay. me finish. They're doing the damn thing in 2021. But they're not only doing it in 2021. They've been doing the damn thing for a long time, and I feel like this has been overlooked. So today we are putting women that are doing the damn thing on the forefront. On the engineerish. On the front lines. On the front lines. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Okay. So first and foremost, I, I have to say thanks to my moms because she is absolutely the number one lady in my life because she helped to create me. But up next, you know, of course, you know, Tori, <laughs> you are you are my co-host forever and a day. So, you know, I, I gotta give a shout out to you to you as well. Oh, right? thank so, you. I feel honored. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to to talk about this, um, just because I feel like you know, women are always you know that that very essential role. Like they don't call it Mother Earth, you know, for nothing. And and so 100%. often they are they are so easily overlooked, um, and especially during you know during these COVID times, you know, when you think about the majority of people who are on the front lines and dealing with people, you know, I feel like a lot of those are of the female persuasion and, and being in that role and, and 
so classically, you know, especially in in America and society, um, you know, being underpaid and and undervalued and things like that. But yet they still stepped up. Y'all still stepped up and, and came through and delivered. Like a like like y'all women y'all do y'all just have that that strength and I, and I'm in, I'm inspired by it and I want you to to tell us tell us a little bit about about yourself and your story because I know you got some strength in there too Tori I know you do <laughs> yeah I have I I try to be resilient through the struggle and a lot of a lot of that comes from like I I love how you mentioned your mom but it comes from strong women paving the way like you know mm-hmm. you see you kind of learn from examples so mm-hmm. um me personally I was able to have my mother as a influence for me she was a single mother um raised me uh, as a single parent mm-hmm. and uh when I was younger she was going to school full time working yeah. full time and just honestly seeing her hustle just helped me to realize that you can get mostly anything done in a 24 hour time period mm-hmm. as long as you like prioritize your day and you know you have your you have the end goal in mind her end goal being to graduate her end goal being to right. provide for her daughter even if it was only her doing it on her own so my story and what propels me mm-hmm. is just, you know, having that backbone and my mom and just seeing how she did uh, things. Is, is Absol- what absolutely. Man. I, I, that is that, that story really resonates with me because my mom was, was in school when I was younger and working, you know, as well. And I, I actually remember um, calling my mom, like after, after I had my, my first child um, and just thanking her because like raising children is difficult. Like aside of everything else that you gotta do, like just raising the children part is difficult. So to do that, like while going to school and while working, like I I just, it's so impressive. And I've always, I think I've always been, uh, been impressed by uh, especially women's ability to just figure things out. You know, that, that idea that, you know, if there's a will, there's a way kind of, kind of like you were saying, you know, having that goal in front of you. Um, But I feel like there's always this, there's always this extra level of strength. There's always this extra level of, of perseverance, of perseverance um, that allows women to, to go a little bit further or to, to take on a little bit more. Um, And and I I just, I, I want to make sure that I'm saying thank you and giving my appreciation back um, and, and for all the other men out there who want to say thank you too, uh, you know, take some time today and just, you don't even have to know the woman, just say thank you to her. Cause I know she's been through some things and she helped somebody out. She's done something good for somebody. So when y'all see somebody today, y'all see a woman today, make sure you tell her thank you in a polite way. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times she's been through everything that she's been through. You never be able to see it by, you know, the way she looks like a mm-hmm. lot of uh, mm-hmm. Not since we're just focusing on, on women, but just a lot of women, they go through so much, but you can barely see it. I mean, there's been times where I just remember, you know, coworkers just going through things and just kind of venting, yeah. like, you know, and I'm like, man, I, I, I just by seeing you, I would never even think like this is what was going on at home. So, I mean, yeah. it's yeah. just a lot of resiliency as it comes to women in general. And it's just amazing. Like just, you know, them stepping up, like in Mm -hmm. the healthcare industry, like big round of applause to the healthcare industry, just being um, on the the frontline workers and, you know, 
you know, risking it all for us. Absolutely. And um, Absolutely. just one of the things that I'll bring up. So Sandra Lindsay, um, mm-hmm. she's a nurse at the Queens Hospital, and she was one of the first people uh, in the United States to be vaccinated. And okay, all right now, Sandra. Said? Guess what? She, her I quote her. She said she wanted to inspire people who look like me, and so she's a black woman. And it's just amen. Hey, yeah, say it again. Wants- say it again. <laughs> inspire people who look like me. Hey, I like that. I, I like that. I, I and it really honestly, what it what it makes me think about. Um, and it's, it's, I think it's ironic. Uh, maybe it's ironic. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Um, but it, it, it brings to me the kind of brings to the forefront this idea of like women in leadership and how not only have women been stepping up like in, you know, traditional roles as, as nurse, nurses or on the front lines and things like that, um, but also in, in leadership roles, especially in areas, you know, where women haven't been as popular or seen, you know, seen in the forefront as much in these roles. Um, they're really starting to to step into those roles. And and honestly, I feel like it's about time because I feel like, you know, we haven't been doing so hot for since the <laughs> beginning of time. So, you know, what, <laughs> I, at the very least, you know, I feel like women women can at least do as well as we can. And and I'm probably probably a little bit better. You know, women always have that that women's intuition thing that men will never figure out. Definitely. Um, but somehow you guys seem to know. You seem to know. <laughs> And women, you know, something that that was always funny to me, like, you know, um, we as women, something that you haven't experienced. Well, childbirth is one of them. I've never experienced that, but I yeah, can. I've never att- experienced childbirth personally, uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, I was there. I was there. I was in yeah, the Yeah, so... So I'm just talking about being able, like your body to just like go through some of those things that mm-hmm. if you, if a mm-hmm. man, now I was going to say menstrual cramps. So, you know, we, we have that. It happens, you know, once a month I've or maybe this, a week. Menstrual clamps. I've heard of this before. Some, some <laughs> for, and, and maybe, maybe there was an attitude that was taken out uh, and uh, unintentionally against you just because it was the PMS, but just saying like women, endure so much like mm-hmm. we have to go to work when we have cramps we have to deal with people when we have cramps and it's just like I mean a lot of those are like sacred like a lot of people don't talk about that kind of stuff because it just I yeah. guess it may seem inappropriate but hey I want to I want to I just want to talk about that kind of thing like being in a workplace and like still being able to like function when we Absolutely. have our cramps so I give Absolutely. a shout out to women for that because that for, alone for sure. I, I, I'm I'm always I'm just amazed. Like I, I think women are amazing, and and because you because you brought up childbirth, I have to I have to say thank you to the mother of my children, uh, my established partner. We work hard to raise these children. Uh, I have to say thank you to her uh, because she's put up with me, and I know I'm a lot to deal with. Um, and you talk about going through things. I'm sure I put her through plenty, um, but she has absolutely stood by my side. So I want to say thank you um, to her as well, because I think a lot of women, especially you know, when when in relationships or, or when not in relationships, or even when we talk about uh, women that are that are in uh, in the engineering industry, mm-hmm. um, I think especially being in a in a male dominated field. Um, there can be its own challenges and things that kind of come with that and having to uh, 
for lack of a better way of describing it, having to put up with certain things in order to exist in that kind of space. Most um, and I know you've I know you've had some experience, you know, in, in corporate America um, and also, you know, as an entrepreneur as well. Um, so I'd love to hear, you know, some of your story just in terms of, of being a woman and not not only being a woman, but an African-American <laughs> woman in that engineering space and, and what it's what it's been like or some of the things that you've had to deal with. Um, or even if you could you could give some advice or, or or share some some tips and tricks for young women that are that are you know wanting to go into the engineering space or going into any male dominated industry um, and how they can help create success for themselves. Okay, so that is a loaded question, but yeah, we're... yeah, yeah. I put a full plate on there. <laughs> you did. You put a lot on me for this to be woman appreciation. I feel like I'm being put on the spot. I feel like I should be pampered. Uh, lo- I got you. I got you. What you need? You need a spa day? Um, maybe a pedicure. Uh, yeah, pedicure spa day sounds good. And okay, I know some people. Massage. I know some people. <laughs> That sounds unsafe. You know some people. But um, yeah, so of course, uh, engineering is a male dominated space. And it has been, I think, since, since the beginning. Uh, traditionally. Traditionally. Yeah. And there, there is starting to be more growth in the engineering and tech spaces, which is really good to see. Even some companies, like I've worked with clients that have tech companies and it's a, it's women owned. So I mean, just shout out to women. Um, I saw a, a doing a, the damn thing. That's what it is. Shout out to the women thing. doing the damn thing. <laughs> but I saw a statistic um, that said that uh, women entre- entrepreneurs are like the fastest growing, um, like in a women entrepreneur space, like there's more and more, like they're the mm-hmm, fastest mm-hmm. group, um, like growing in that entrepreneurship space. So that just says a lot. That's a really good thing. But for like just being in that space, like one of the things that I found that helped me is I try my best and I'm going to say tried, mm-hmm. <laughs> stress, stress on a try my best not to allow my emotions to get in the way of decisions in the workplace. Because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot of men, like they automatically think we as women are very emotional. So right. When a woman comes across as emotional, especially in a professional space, like a lot of times her, she can be discounted like in in different situations because it's like, oh, you're just, you know, it's just your, your emotions or you having one of those days. So uh, for me, I just found it important just to like, you know, set aside the emotions and just Mm kind of be Mm -hmm. more fact-based. So one of the things that you probably heard of is the quote is numbers don't lie. So oh, yeah. data, Gotti said that. Data, <laughs> quote, <laughs> yo, Gotti. Um, yeah, numbers don't lie. So one of the things that I've that I had always found was important. Whenever I was doing things, may I made sure that that the data backed me up. So it wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't more feeling, but it wasn't feeling based, but it was more fact based. So I just say that to like encourage any women out there that are like working in male dominated spaces try to take the emotion out and then make everything that you do fact-based instead of you know speaking from emotions I I like that I like that let the let the numbers or let your work speak for you huh yeah I like that okay so I have a I have another question kind of in this in this same lane um because I think 
you know, as a man, I try to be as conscious and as open, you know, as I possibly can. But I, I completely understand that I have blind spots that I'm not aware of, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, what I've seen is in certain situations, um, especially in the engineering space, um, when women are, you know, it, there may be a meeting and, and, you know, maybe there's one or two women that are, that are in the room. Uh-huh. Um, and the way that they carry themselves is always with a high level of confidence. Yeah. You know, they, they, they don't walk into the room, you know, shy or they don't walk into the room as if they're not supposed to be there. Like when I, when I see women that are doing well, like, especially in this engineering space, um, they always, they are, they're always on it. I don't know if another way to say it. Like they, they know, like they know what they're doing. They know why they're there. They believe that they deserve to be there. And yeah. I think that that level of confidence really speaks to them. Like, you know, being in that space. Um, so, so for you, I'm curious, you know, what, how do, how do you um, even cultivate some of your confidence, you know, when you're going out into the world or when you're, you know, dealing with situations where there's a, a you know, a bunch of men that you have to come in and deal with. Does that, affect the way that you go into the situation or do you mentally prepare or how do you kind of handle that? Okay. So I like the way you said like women um, carry themselves with confidence. So if you have meetings, like they don't go in there and their head's not hung down. And mm-hmm. that's a, that, that's a, another important part of, you know, just dealing with people in male dominated spaces and just in order for you to be taken seriously, um, you have to do that. Like, I mean, a lot of one of the things that actually has amazed me over the past year or so, like, you know, there's been a lot going on with this administration. We haven't really touched on that kind of thing a lot because there could be a lot said, you know, yeah. behind it. But right. there's a, there's a lot of women that work in politics. Sure. And so obviously, you know, men are very um like when it comes to like a lot of opinions, when it comes to politics, like, for example, if you have uh like. Democrat and you have Republican, like Republicans sure. are mm-hmm. very strong willed. And then you have women Democrats. So a lot of times uh, the, the Republicans can really like, you know, question their ability. And there's a mm-hmm. lot that said, mm-hmm. you know, and those women that, you know, I'll say AOC, for example, I'll say Stacey Abrams, for example, mm-hmm. I'll even say Kamala Harris, like the way they respond, it just shows so much confidence. Like they yeah. don't really cower. So I mean, that I feel like that is just something like that type of confidence is something that you acquire over time. Like, I won't say when I first started in the workspace, I was Mm -hmm. always like that. But it's like certain situations shape you and mold you. And like once you know you have the ability and that you have like you're intelligent and you can handle these situations, like there's really no one that can really intimidate you. Like it's just something that comes along with you know, you know, just knowing that you're the shit, really. Yeah, I, I, I like it. I, I like it. It's, I, I'm, I love seeing a woman with confidence. I'm, I'm a firm believer, especially when it comes to what's, a, what's attractive in a woman. And I don't, want, I don't want to make this about being attractive, but you were talking about confidence. <laughs> um, and to me, like, that's the most attractive quality in any woman. Like, I don't, it doesn't, it matters less what you look like and more about the way you carry yourself. If you're confident, I'm like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, I see you. I see you, you know, just because you, you, you move different, you know? Yeah. And, um, but that, that does bring me to the question about 
you know, looks. How, 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 what are your thoughts on how, you know, your, your looks, um, you know, play into your role, like at a company? Does it have anything to do with it? You know, I, I, I know, you know, men are always going to, uh, I guess, think certain things or, or act certain ways, depending on, you know, who they are or, or whatever. Um, you know, how, how do you kind of move along or how do you um, be effective and and still able to do the things that you need to do um, when, you know, sometimes these things can, you know, can kind of uh, deter what you're trying to do or be a distraction, so to speak. Yeah, I know. So for, especially in the manufacturing field, like, you mm -hmm. know, there's a lot of um, great workers that work on, on, on the manufacturing floor. And a lot of times they're doing that hands-on labor. Mm -hmm. And so I, I want to say going into that like feel for like the first, you know, few years of my career mm -hmm. was almost shocking because I mean, people like it was a culture shock for me just because it was almost like, and I'm going to be completely honest. It was almost like, put it on the table, put going, it on the table. <laughs> going into a jail and a guy has not seen a woman in like, you know, the 10 years that he's been locked up. So yeah. he has a certain type of reaction. <laughs> like, and I'm telling you, <laughs> It was it was like that, like in a number of companies, and I wow. to the point where I just kind of got used to it, where it was just like more. I use that to my advantage, like you mm -hmm. know, I I feel like there's a way that you can make there's a way you can make friends, obviously, and there's a way you can make enemies. And yeah. I don't mean like hey, making friends that after work we're gonna hang out, we're gonna go get drinks, nothing like that. Yeah, but just you know, as you're working on things in corporate America. There's certain ways, like if you learn, for example, if you learn that Joe likes to play baseball, mm -hmm. I mean, have a conversation with Joe about baseball. Like it doesn't yeah. have to necessarily, he may have been the one that was like flirting with you, at, like in the beginning when you first started. But sure. mm -hmm. if you just have conversations, like what I noticed is just having conversations, you begin to learn what people like. I mean, everybody is a human. I don't care if it's, it's from the janitor to the CEO. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm always the type of person that, I'm not afraid to talk to the top management. I'm not yeah. afraid to talk. I'm definitely not obviously afraid to talk to anyone in lower roles. Like I see people as people. So I feel like, you know, just having that type of, um, you know, having those type of relationships with people helps mm -hmm. to ease some of the tension uh, somewhat. But it, I mean, those things can get out of hand too. And I, yeah, that's, it's, that's it's definitely, Definitely being, you know, mindful and being careful of those situations. Is there anything that you do to to uh, make sure that you're setting the correct boundaries or, 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 you know, making sure that you're sending the right messages and not being, you know, yeah. misleading in those situations? And like, you know, men are, people are going to assume, you know, whatever they want to assume. But oh, just yeah. from your own perspective, making sure that, you know, that you're conducting yourself in a way that you feel is appropriate and that, you, you know, that anything that that could possibly come from that like you know that you on your side you know you was a hundred you did what you were supposed to do yeah and i say like there's i mean that can that can be tricky because there are people at work sometimes that that seem really cool and then they may say like hey let's hang out or it'd be something like that and mm -hmm. i think with those type of boundaries depending on your position in the company you have to be really careful like you have to understand like with yeah. your, your role, like, you know, a VP, like maybe it's not. Don't play where you work. <laughs> yeah. Don't play where you work. I mean, we, we talked about 
in 2021 having no entanglements you got to be careful no like, entanglements in, in 2021 because the there's all there's always somebody that you give a second look like and you're like man he or she is kind of fine in a way like what uh-huh yeah so I mean really it's all about professionalism and I, I've had to learn this I've been too friendly sometimes with people and not in like I'm saying like I'm flirting but it just means yeah. like holding conversations for a little too long because it's like sure. oh this person is kind of like interesting so we just it's something that you know I just advise everyone to be careful with um as you like work with people and understand the type of relationships that you should um have in a workplace okay all right and make it making sure you you keep it appropriate and keep limit right, them conversations, you know what I'm saying? Is it, it what's the time? Is there a time limit? You'd be like, look, it's, after we pass the eight minute mark, son, that's it for today. After <laughs> eight minutes, you got to talk to me tomorrow, player. <laughs> hey, maybe it should be seven minutes. Seven, seven is my favorite half. number. So let's just say seven minutes. Seven I like minutes that. I like that. that. We, that might, we might try that out. We might have to, we might have to try that out. I like it. Okay. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's trans transition a little bit and, um, move over to some uh ask engineerish do we tori do we do we have some questions um uh, from the listeners that have emailed us some thoughts that we can that we can go to and, and give some feedback on yeah we actually do and it just so happens that this comes from one of our our woman women listeners all right uh, so it just it kind of fits in with the theme today so we'll Come go through. ahead See, always coming through that's what i'm talking about coming through. women are always coming through mm -hmm. all right so without further ado let's get into the question you ready i'm ready let's do it <laughs> okay so, hey, Tori and Drew, first hey. off, I want to say thank you for starting your podcast. I wish it was something I was around during my undergrad, but nonetheless, I'm thrilled that it is out now. I wanted to get some career dating advice. I've uh -oh. been seeing a coworker for the past few months, and recently we had a falling out. Oh, he has, no. He has been this quiet is, this lately. This is not going good. This is not going good. <laughs> keep, keep going. Keep going. He has been quiet lately and is usually very talkative. Everyone has noticed our distance because they are used to us being rather chatty and we often go to lunch together. There's definitely an elephant in the room and I want advice on the best way to handle it. I know they say never mix business with pleasure and now I'm finally feeling the error <laughs> of my ways. Any thoughts you can provide will be helpful in my awkward situation. Oh man. Man, this is awkward AF, isn't it? I was gonna say we're getting into awkward AF a little early, ain't we? It's, a, it's, a, it's all right. It's all right. We could we could touch we could touch base on this for for uh for this section. Um so so my my opinion, somebody's gotta find a new job, man. I think somebody's gotta <laughs> really? find a new job. This is this is my I'm being honest, this is my 100 percent opinion. Um it, you know, that may not that may not necessarily be an option. Um, so, I, so I'll give you a plan B as, as well. Yeah, um, but I think I think you have to address the elephant with that person, right? Like if 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 you guys had you know whatever personal relationship that you guys have had in the past, um, I, I would hope at the very least you know that when it comes to the work environment that we can put that to the side and get the work that needs to be done while we're here. 
And, and the reason why I say that is obviously, you know, work is what's providing for both of our livelihoods. Mm -hmm. Let's not jeopardize that because we had a personal situation that may not have worked out the way, you know, we intended it to work out. So that's, that's keep it, keep it simple. I, you know, I don't, that's why I say don't, don't dibble and dabble, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where you're trying to make your money at. Um, but you know, I, I, it happens. People sometimes make, make those decisions or fall into those into those kind of situations, you know? Um, but yeah, if it, if it is, if it does happen to you, I, I feel like you gotta, you gotta talk to the person and be like, look, man, while we at work, we gotta, we gotta squash that while we at work. Cause the work, we gotta get stuff done. Okay, that's, so that's, that's my that's my opinion. What you what how, you got for us? So. Wait, so I'm gonna ask you, how do you think she should talk to him? Like, should she send him an email? Cause she's already saying it's awkward. So what is your what's your recommendation on how this conversation should be initiated? Yeah, so for me, um, I would do it not at work. I would do it <laughs> after after work. And it could it could be like it could be like in the parking lot or something. Like it don't have to necessarily be like y'all go out or something, you know what I mean? Like that. Um, or, or, you know, you catch him out walking out the door, him or her walking out the door, you know, for lunch or something like that. Um, but I feel like you got to address it directly with the person. I wouldn't send an email, wouldn't do it over phone, wouldn't do it via text. And I do, I say that because I think it's a, it's a bit of a sensitive situation. And oftentimes with digital media, um, some of the nuances of communication get lost in, in the transition of the messaging. And so I think it's an important to, to kind of convey that it, this is not a, you know, the, the reason why I want to have this conversation with you is not about personal things, but we have a job to do that. If we don't work together, we could be in trouble. Like, so, yeah. so like, let's make sure that we can get the work done, like while we're in the office. Um, and then, you know, everything else, like if it's, if it's done, you know what I mean? I know, it, I know sometimes that's hard and, you know, people don't want to let go or, you know, but I love him, you know, but I love her, whatever, whatever <laughs> may be going on. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think you have to, you got to address it directly with the person man, and, and, and let them know that, that we, we have to, we have to address the work thing first. We, we got to do that because this is what pays the bills. Yeah, I agree with that. that that's, those are tough situations, but they happen to the best of us. I, yeah. I mean, I've been in that situation myself. So just yeah. Like, you know, the communication piece is always the hardest part because a lot of times if you're petty like me, you're like, well, <laughs> I'm not talking to him until he better talk to me first. So in this yeah. case, you see him acting differently. So go ahead, you know, for your to protect your peace. And then, you know, just, you know, kind of the reputation at work, like go ahead and, and be the initiator of the conversation because yeah. you know how guys are. He, he just, you know, made... how we, you know, we don't have no sense. I'll, I'll be the first to tell you, I, I don't, I think I lost my sense around, around age two, <laughs> one and a half, you know, 18 months right around then. I think that's when I lost my sense and I haven't had none, none, you know, since that time. And I think that I'm, I think I've become okay with that. He's not um, lying. And I've accepted myself as I am. <laughs> <laughs> and we talk, I mean, we have been, the whole um, premise around this conversation really has been about women stepping up. So, you know, yeah. take one for the team. It, it, sometimes you just have to step up and speak to this, this guy and just, you know, tell him you got to. You guys got to do what you got to do. Fake it till you make it just so you can uh, yeah. continue paying I, You got to be all buddy-buddy, you know what I mean? But if we need to yeah. get some work done, let's get the work done. Yeah, exactly.
But I'm, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm with that. I'm, I'm with I'm, that. So so while we're while we're in this in this space, I think this is this is a very easy transition to awkward. AF, right? <laughs> Perfect. All right. So, so I do. I, so I have a, I have a question here for for the awkward AF, and and because we're you know we're talking about women in the workplace, you know what I mean we're putting women in the forefront. We're celebrating women this week, right? This year, you know, this lifetime, we celebrating women, right? We so are. I, so I do have a, I have a question, and this is a genuine question, like like from curiosity. Um, that I, I'm, I'm curious to know, you know, when, when you're, especially in a, in a, in a male dominant, I'm sure this is not just in male dominated industries, mm-hmm. um, but anytime, you know, women are in the workplace um, and, you know, you have an authority figure that uh, could be pressuring you or putting you in a bit of a awkward situation. Right. I, I, I realize this is something that, that happens. Um, and you know, as a man, I feel like I don't, I have no clue how, like what goes through your mind? How do you address, how do you handle um, something like that? Especially, you know, I, I, you know, people want to do well in their careers. And a lot of times these authority figures have some say, you know, in, in that and how they're going to be able to move forward and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I, there's, you know, there's consequences, no matter what decision that you make. Uh-huh. Um, some could be good, some could be bad, but you know what I mean? It's, it's a, to me, it's a very awkward place to be in. So I, so I would like to ask the lady on the team, Tori, if you could, if you could help us out uh, on this one, on speaking to this, this awkward situation. Okay. So you're saying, you're asking me if I'm putting, if I'm putting into, if I'm put into an awkward situation with an authority figure, maybe that person makes me feel uncomfortable. Yep. How how have I reacted to it or how yes. what would I do? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, so I'll give an example of like one of my first situations, my first situations that was awkward with a with a guy in the workplace. And uh-huh. so there's this guy that he was just kind of like, you know, he admired, I guess, the way that I looked. And so he would often like I would often I'll often see him like staring at me, like just kind of like I would catch his gaze and then I would just kind of try to ignore it, really. And for he him, so I'm gonna give two eyes? different huh? Was it googly eyes? Yeah, something okay. like that. Or <laughs> I don't know. That's 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 giving him a little credit. I don't know what okay. kind of eyes it was, I, but I, either way, on, he, was, he was still working on the googly eyes. I got you. I got you. And now he was he he wasn't an authority figure, but he was someone that was, you know, working in the same place as me. And okay. then so I remember him asking me, like, hey, um, I want to invite you over to play video games. <laughs> mm, that's a that's an interesting invite. It is kind of <laughs> weird. So I kind of ignored it. And then I heard like some other coworkers saying that he had gotten into like some trouble with HR because he had been like asking like quite a few women like questions like similar to that. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm a lot of people to play video games. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm the latest on this guy's list. So what I had also found out is that they were pretty wait. They were waiting for one more. If he had one more situation, it was pretty much going to be done for this guy. So one uh, day I remember this guy as I'm leaving, he's like following me. Like I'm leaving and he's like following me in the car. And I just yeah. kind of like got freaked out in the situation. So 
he asked me again the next day. He was leaving out. It just seemed like he was following me. But he asked me again, like, hey, I really want you to come over. And I, at that point, I got uncomfortable. Yeah. So I, in saying this, I'm just leading to the, the point of human resources. So yeah. I'm the type of person that I human know. Resources. There you go. There you I go. know that I can be uncomfortable sometimes, you know, being considered as a tattletale. Like, you know, how... Um, there's all different it's like air quotes air quotes tattletale yeah tattletale so I mean I just didn't I I was more worried about me and my safety so I did say that he had asked me a couple times and I Mm -hmm. had went to HR so I'm going to say though he was an authority figure I've had authority figures do like say things that were semi like semi inappropriate Uh and I mean in those other situations I never had to go to HR but I just kind of had to like kind of distance myself from situations like that but yeah. go to hr people if y'all having anything any situation similar to this please write us at the engineer.ish at gmail.com because i know some other things that have happened that has probably been a lot more like maybe worse for other people so we would like to hear about them and like what you guys did about those type of situations absolutely i'm i'm also curious and this is you know i'm wondering if if this happens in the reverse situation as well, like is are there women in authority positions that are, you know, coming on to some of these young bucks out here? Oh, trying, I'm sure trying, they to, are. trying to make their way in the game, you know. Oh, is I'm that, sure, I'm sure too? they are. But you I haven't so? I haven't been one of those people to do that. But I'm sure there's like, I mean, if y'all want to tell your story, you can even I want to like, hear it. I'm curious. It a, I don't know. I don't know what up. I would do. <laughs> Hit us up from an anonymous email. If you're if you're one of the women on the other end that maybe you saw somebody that's really attractive in the workplace and you just kind of like did something that maybe you may regret now. Like, I mean, we're all we're open to hearing uh, what's going on in the workplace. Yeah, let us let us know. If we can't read it, you know, what I mean, then we won't read it out loud. We could just respond to you. <laughs> yeah. But if you want us to read it, we could definitely do that, too. We could definitely do that, too. Yeah, just let let us know your awkward AF situations that you guys have been going through and how you're handling them because they're out there. That's tough, man. I don't I don't know, man. That's 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 difficult. I think that's that's difficult. And I I I, I applaud women because I feel like women have to deal with that sort of thing, not just in the workplace, but in the world. Like yes, yes. when you are out in the world, like I, I just feel like, you know, men just be trying to holler. I know I'd be trying to holler sometimes. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> there's I, a lot you know, of weirdos out there. And Drew's saying uh, he's one of them. It's basically, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm definitely weird. I don't know if I classify myself as a weirdo. Don't put an O on the, on the end of my, on the end of my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I'm just weird. I don't know about a weirdo. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll drop the O for now. I feel more comfortable with that. I feel and, more comfortable. Unless, unless we, somebody writes in us in our uh, emails and tells us about a person and it just happens to be you, then we just might sound have that, like, you oh. know what? That sounds a whole lot. Matter of fact, I think I remember. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, <laughs> you know how people, hey, you know how people start coming out. Like when people get big, like, and they're out there, they're like, uh-huh. hey, so Andrew. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I got some stories school. out there. I'm sure I got some stories, but I'm, I'm open. I'm, I've made my fair share of mistakes in my past. You know what I mean? Like nothing, nothing egregious. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm I've made my fair share of mistakes. Uh, we can be open about this. It's all right. It's all right. We li- you live and you learn. You, you know? live and you learn. Most importantly, Ab- absolutely. Learn. Absolutely. 
So can we can we uh can we can we shift to to learning a little something a little something with the uh, engineering education right? Uh, yeah, can you educate yeah. us this week um, on what's what's going on out there in the engineering world and uh, let let us know what what you got to kind of help the people just a little bit. Okay, so I'm excited about this engineering education just because it was something that I read about a, um, I won't necessarily say hometown hero, but my current hometown, which is the Atlanta area. So Stacey Abrams, um, I read an article about her, how what she does, like some some keys to her success. So we know Stacey Abrams has done, has led a lot of, has led a lot of great efforts here in Georgia that has been really impactful. And then, and also has, she's made history with some of her efforts. So what Stacey Abrams says is one of her keys to her success is an Excel sheet. Okay. So I know we all, we all know about Excel. Everybody know um, about Excel. Everybody uses it every day, or if you don't, you will be using it at some point. So she says, One of her secret weapons to success is an Excel spreadsheet that she started when she was 18 years old. So how she uses that spreadsheet, she uses it to map out her goals, to keep track of progress she Mm -hmm. makes uh, and like toward like realizing them. Yeah. And and so one of the reasons that I really wanted to, uh, you know, mention this as engineering education, because of course, we're at the beginning of the year. We're we're in February, but we're still at the, you know, at the very beginning of the year. Yeah. And yeah. so as we're making goals, it's always important to actually write them down. So um, so something that she said, she said the spreadsheet is how I, I concretize how I intend to get there. So she said, I like to say, and I totally agree with this. Quotes, I like to say that until you write down how you plan to get there, it's just a wish. It's a dream. But when you actually lay out the steps and you think mm-hmm. about what it takes to make something real, that makes it possible. Come on. So, now. yeah, those are very powerful words from the great Stacey Abrams. And I wanted to share a tool that you guys can use to do that. So if you want to be a little bit fancier than Excel, Excel works too. Um, I want to um, shout out a, a piece of software that I use. That it's free 99 free 99 y'all heard that uh and it's called asana it's a project management tool that i learned about last year and you can use it for your goal and project tracking because i know Uh a lot of times we track progress on our work projects but oftentimes not for our personal development Mm. so that's um, big that's big yeah so I'm going to, well, we'll, we will um, put a link to Asana just so we can um, have it out there for you guys. But Asana's dope. You, me and Drew also use Asana. I have to use it to keep him on track. Yeah. If, if, I, I got I it. Th- matter of fact, I think I got something I need to check off now. Matter of fact. Yeah. And, and, and that's if you did it. So I, I keep Drew. <laughs> she be I jumping on Drew. me, y'all. She be jumping on me. I keep Drew in check with Asana and just even, I mean, other projects that I work on, whether it's like my film projects, you mm-hmm. know, real estate, like I use the Asana tool with whoever I'm working with, just so we can stay like in synergy with what we're working on and we're getting stuff done. Yeah, I, I like that. And this, I, I think it's especially, you know, being in the month of February, I think it's key that you brought up this idea about goals. Um, and how to keep track of your goals. And I say that because I know a lot of people set New Year's resolutions. Um, and by February, you, you couldn't even, they, they're already off of that resolution. <laughs> it's no longer a re- resolution anymore. Yeah. Um, 
And if, if, you know, if you are one of those people, you know what I'm saying? I, one, I, I don't feel bad. You know I mean, like you're in good company, <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I'd also say, you know, there, there's always time to, to restart, you know, every day, you know, you can, you can restart. And if using one of these tools helps you to, to keep track of your goals and your progress as you move throughout the year, uh, then definitely, definitely take it, take advantage of it. And if you, when you hear it from people like Stacey Abrams, who have achieve such high levels of success. Mm -hmm. um, these are things that, 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 uh, that are giving you kind of the keys to how people are getting there. So successful people are doing it and you want to become a successful person. I think that's good advice to follow. Yeah, certainly. Um, so yeah, that's definitely Asana tap into that. If you don't want to go as fancy as Asana Excel is at your fingertips. So yeah, thank, um, I'm glad to have given that engineering education and yeah, I mean yeah. it's kind of I'm I'm a little bit I guess so sad around engineering education just because I know that you know what's coming up next and, and it, it always hurts you like I always hear like a crack in your voice when you know that I feel a little sadness in my heart there's a little bit of sadness every time we get here there's a little bit of sadness in my heart but I, I try to keep a smile though because you know I, we coming back we'll, we'll be back we'll be back we'll be back for more so before we go drew can you yes. give us some inspo a little a little bit of inspiration uh in the month of february black history month right yeah um so I was actually having a, a recent conversation with my family. Um, and first first thing that we were talking about um, was about our ancestors. And, and I feel like um, all of us, you know, with the people that have come before us, they have sacrificed so much to give their children, like, just the opportunity to do the things that they were able to do. And, and this is not just, you know, your parents, but your parents' parents and your grandparents and great-grandparents, you know, going back generations. Um, and I just think about all of the things that they've sacrificed just to give their children the opportunity to do certain things. And all the things that we have available to us, I really feel that it's our, it's our almost our responsibility to our elders um, to make sure that we give it our all, that we do our best with everything that we have. And and I think that especially in this month of February that, you know, it really starts with self-love. It really starts with loving yourself uh, because when you love yourself, you also believe in yourself. And when you believe in yourself, I think that empowers you to go out and do big things. And I think everybody here is qualified, has the talent, you know, has the strength, has the ancestors behind them to go out and do some amazing things out here in this world. Yes. Um, and don't let nobody, nobody tell you that you can't. And I know for a fact that the women out here is already doing it. And so I want to say thank you again to these lovely ladies that are doing the damn thing because I think you guys are amazing. And I'm not forgetting about the men either. We love you too, <laughs> brothers. We love you too, all right? Yeah. Yep. Thank you for that inspo. That is, that is uh, that's something great to like begin the week with and, you know, goal setting. And then also, you know, the idea of loving ourselves and just knowing that our ancestors had our backs because they had to go through so much more, even though 2020 and 2021 has been like something that we've even starting in 2021. We've, you know, experienced some, you know, just wild things. So ancestors got your back they went through it and you know just keep pushing um setting goals and knocking out 2021 you can do it 
Write it down. Let's do it. All right. That's it. We out. Bye.